Hello, how's it going? This is episode three of the Mind Boss Lab, and I have a guest who's he's an absolutely amazing guy. He's an amazing father. Athletically, he has some accomplishments we're going to talk about. Entrepreneur, absolutely incredible human being, Brian Ford. Thank you, Curtis. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you for having me on today. You're so welcome. So um, a little bit about Brian. Uh, he, uh, he has some medals in jiu-jitsu, which we're going to talk about. You want me to show him or? Well, hold on, hold on. Okay, okay, sorry. Yeah, no, you're good. Eager. <laughs> um, but like, how long did you train to win those? Uh, about a year, uh, just a little under a year. Um, was when I won my first medal. I started training in March of 2021, and then my first tournament was in, I think it was the end of January or beginning of February 22. And, so. And how consistent were you? Towards the tournament time, um, I started getting really consistent, like four to five times a week going for a few months. Wow, and yeah, yeah, that's great. So, I mean, that's incredible. I mean, that's good. I mean, yeah. so it's like a talent. Yeah, it's a, it's like a, it's like a, um, like building a house, essentially. Yeah, foundation. Yeah. You had a, you had a lot, a lot of like tenacity. Yeah. I mean, talent. The talent definitely helps because I've always been good at sports and stuff. But uh, having the foundation and then building upon that with technique is is great. That's so cool, Brian. <laughs> tell us about your story um, as much as you'd like to share. Okay, I'll give it the rough rundown. Um, <clears throat> lived in the Tacoma, um, Puyallup. Seattle, not really super much Seattle, but everything south growing up. Um, six, sixth to seventh grade. My mom, she was married to this awesome guy and he developed cancer. Um, okay. Passed away and it was really hard on us. So I, uh, before he passed away, my mom was going through a really hard time. And so I was sent to live down in Vancouver with my dad. Okay. while she was helping out my stepfather go through that time um went did my whole later middle school years uh high school um in vancouver graduated went back up to tacoma kind of didn't have any direction was just kind of free-flowing going with the flow of things didn't have any real plans in life um my wife and i were together um, we broke up for like a year or, or a couple months or something. I don't know. It was so long ago, but we've been together for almost 12 years now. So there's a little high school sweetheart thing. And then, yeah, I got you. Yeah. Um, so a lot of hardship, a lot of hardship. And so then my question is this. So you went through that hardship and you're at this place now where you're just running your marathon. What is, what do you, how do you feel about that hardship? How do you like, how do you interpret that? How do you think? Um, it gives you grounding if you didn't, if you don't go through hard things and <clears throat> go through, um, trials, you'll never learn how to deal with, um, the big stuff when it comes and, and you won't develop tenacity and, and a willing and a drive to want better in your life. Show them the medals. <laughs> okay. Show them the medals. See. What I want to, oh, there's more than one. Yeah. And these are all within like a, uh, 
month span. One all these. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's this first one is the is the the organ but open. These are real. That's the thing. Yeah. It's it's not even. A, I mean, it is about the metal, but the, the, you know what? Also, ran is. Mm -mm. That's like when you go to the Olympics and then you end up being fourth and you say you're an Olympian and you don't actually win a medal. Yeah. Being an also ran. The point is this man's not an also ran. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But like, I mean, fuck yeah. Congratulations Thank you, to Thank you. like seriously winning that. So yeah. my point is, is that hardship can lead to three wins, big wins, metal wins. Yep. Um, 100%. So, but like, take me through that process of like, how you how someone who's watching this maybe who's going through something hard how what they have to do to to do your methodology to win like that well, well first off first off you got to establish your vision what you want out of life how you want to get there um that's step one step two is find the tools in that that you can use as strengths to build that vision and create it so whether it is you need to listen to motivational speakers. You need to listen to people who are out there actually doing things. Um, stop hanging around with losers and people who don't want nothing or just looking to get get through the day so they could get their little scratch lotto ticket in a 40. And then, you know, and that's what was my motivation because that's a, all the older men around me. That's all they did was trying to get their little scratch ticket and 40 ounce and they, they called it good for the day. They didn't have no house, no car, no nothing. And I was like, I don't want to be like that. So, um, find your motivation, um, create your plan and stick to it. And, and, and understand that it is not a sprint. It is a marathon. It's taking one step at a time, one mile at a time. And in a, in a fitness context, in terms of your training, you're a big guy. Yeah. <laughs> Like, so, when, and I did some jujitsu, some, very some <laughs> jujitsu, body weight, that, that whole thing is really like biomechanically humbling because just thinking about like the 15 year old, the 15 year olds in there, they could like kick my ass yeah. just based off of like not strength. Yeah. Just it's all technique. 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 Okay. Okay. Can you talk about your technique? Oh yeah. Okay. Go, as much it, as you'd like, as little as you'd like. I mean, like. the technique is just, it's pretty, it's pretty um, fluid and, and it's called, it's just smashing, just using body weight and, and uncomfortable positioning to dominate your opponent. And what's the, what's your style? Are you like a bull? Are you like I mean, an ex, are you like a surgeon doctor with your fighting or? I, I, Sorry to get street fighter on you. <laughs> what style I, are you? I'm, I'm, are you a brawler or? I'd say you... I, I, I just I feel like I, I'd be um, a bull slash surgeon just because even though I'm I'm as big as I am, um, I really try to use technique and drill technique like um, just because I, I and I try to put myself in bad positioning that like so that my opponent can so I can work on it and. Um, cause whenever I'm on top, I, I don't really struggle with submitting people or anything. It's, um, and even, and so I, I try to, that's like my strongest point is just top pressure and everything. But, um, I'm, I've been trying to work on like bottom game sweeps and stuff and gotcha. yeah. So it's, it's a well-rounded, like technical bull. 
That's there you go. That's what I'd say. There you go. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. Um, I'm trying to think of the, the next question. The next question is um, now, now you got me thinking about Street Fighter. Yeah. I have some questions in the hopper. Okay. But this, you always say life's a marathon, not a sprint. What exactly does that mean? It means just take pace in everything you're doing and stop trying to do quick burst sprints to get to the quick, easy thing. And you have to understand you're going to have to just go through go through it, the hard grindstone of whatever you want to do if you want to be successful and, you know. Um, what does that mean in a business context? Because you're an entrepreneur. Yeah. And you can talk about as much or a little. Yeah, I mean, I, like. I own my own business and. Um, I own a trucking company and I've been working really hard to get that off the ground and get going. And so we're, we're in those infancy stages right now of, of getting everything done. So, um, and that, and that's a lot of work too. It took hours and hours and hours of, um, setting up things, building, um, my website, building my, um, my name, logos, everything and, and networking, networking. Now, also, when you say when it's a marathon, not a sprint in a fitness context, some people literally might think that it's a marathon, but what does that mean in, in athletics? You just take, take it one day at a time because, you know, um, if, if you try to full send, like, fitness and getting into, like, peak shape and you just try to do it, like, in an overexerting way, you're going to burn yourself out. If you, um, like, say, for instance, you go to jujitsu and you think, like, oh, because I wrestled in high school and, yeah, like, I'm going to just full send this and I'm going to take try to take down all these dudes and stuff. I mean, you're going to get humbled real quick, you know. But, um, yeah, it's just some mindset, I guess. Yeah, it's a mentality for sure where, you know, versus that big whoa. You know, you do a methodology like this. It's a series of transactions, mm -hmm. so to speak. Um, okay. Why do yeah. they call you Pit Boss? Because um, if you if you go to the gorge, <laughs> you go to the gorge during some of these music festivals, these heavy bass music festivals, I, I enjoy doing them. And there's... Why? Because people get wrecked in the mosh pit. <laughs> um, and I've gotten a lot of candy. That's what, what is the pit? The pit is is that's where that's where. <laughs> what does it mean to you, Brian? I mean, that's just where the savages are, you know. And it, and it ain't it ain't just deemed to one one person, one type of people. I mean, now you, you is know? pit b o dollar sign dollar sign. Yeah. What does that mean? It just, it's just... just fucking with you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. There's always a saying, though, that we've made. If you ain't with the shit, stay out the pit. Because <laughs> <laughs> you don't get wrecked. What do, Okay. So when you're in the pit, do you do jujitsu? No. No. <laughs> no. That, that's too much. It's more like, okay. uh, like football. Like, if you ever played football... And uh, you meet a line, a linebacker meets a running back in the hole and blasts them into the oblivion. It's kind of like that sometimes. Um, other times it's... Okay, so jujitsu is too much in the pit. Jujitsu is way too much. What's too little in the pit? Just standing in the middle. Just, 
I mean, I'm kind of crazy. I finger dance in a bit. <laughs> awesome. With all the chaos that goes around, I just, I finger dance in that. Okay. That's great. No. On, um. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know, you know the song Jack Harlow First Class? Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. What do you think about that song? I think it's it's great. What do you think about Jack Harlow? Dude, I think he already. <laughs> I think. Like honestly, I think it's I gonna think, be edited. <laughs> I know it's okay. I think Jack Harlow is great. I think that he is. I I mean, as an artist, he's amazing. He's very talented. Super dope. As a as a person, he's hilarious. <laughs> he's absolutely hilarious. And but at the same time, is he's got that he's wonder sober, touch, yeah. Which is crazy. That he's got the wonder touch too. Got the wonder touch, yeah. He got the wonder touch. He, he he knows how to how to be smooth. True. So okay, we're gonna take this. I don't know this lever all the way back. We're gonna pull this back now. I do want to talk about. We went to the gym together just recently, and you were lifting a lot of weight. <laughs> How many years have you been weightlifting? Um, I mean, I don't avidly do it all the time, but... See? Um, okay. For people that aren't naturally talented, who can lift a lot of weight, who aren't naturally talented in jiu-jitsu, what would you tell them? Just start. Just... Okay. I mean, like, I'll say... I've lifted weights for over 10 years. Like, I have. Like, not... Like on a consistent basis where I'm there every day. But I've just, um, I don't know. So don't let that th get you into thinking like you have to do this. You can be anybody. You can, there, there's, it's all about the mindset. It's all about the savage dog mindset. Like um, you get in there, anytime you start doing that sport or martial art, you're going to, you're going to get, your butt kicked a hundred a hundred times like before you actually can get over the hump to being comfortable with with doing some butt kicking yourself how many times do you have to fail to succeed that's the question it's rhetorical Shoot, I, a lot true um, i mean in, in, what's your vision moving forward now oh man um building my business um putting as many people in positions of power as i can uh, I really like what Rick Ross says is 10 years from now, we're going to look back and see who created the most millionaires. That's, that's just fire to that. me. Yeah. He's like, it's, hey, it's good. The vision, build a successful business, put people in positions of power, take care of my family, um, buy and own properties, um, and enjoy life. What are some specifics, if you don't mind? No, not you, at all. You don't have to go in. You can go into as much as you'd like. Um, specifics, just about the vision, or yeah. Um, how? How? The how? The how? All right. It's the blueprint. I, I can tell a bit, but I yeah, can't. Yeah, that's all good. I can't. Uh, or at least that's a little classified. No, <laughs> but I get just, it. But um, the blueprint is this: is is fine. Is um, for me. I found something that works that I can do that I know how to do, which is 
driving and being a um, an owner of something. I I've never have been good with like working for people too much just because Same. it just it just doesn't work for me. I don't like being like I I can do it like I but I it has to be like within my terms and like how I want it to be done. Have you ha ever heard of the um the saying like when there's two lines in a room? Yeah. Where it's like even though there's one line on one side of the room and another line on the other side of the room, it's like they both respect the fact that they're both man killing machines. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So and it's like that, yeah, like um so that um Building this business, this my my trucking company is my absolute stepping stone into everything. That's what's going to create the the capital and the um, the ability to go after the next things, which is um, property, real estate, um, investing. Um, the thing is, though, is because the market's so jacked up right now. It's kind of like the waiting game like we're 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 just building and and stacking and getting ready to go on the attack mode for when everything does kind of crash everything yeah because um the way everything's set up right now it's kind of difficult so um <clears throat> so so that's what we're working on right now and then um i mean the end game for me is i'm gonna have i would i would i would see myself as being a black belt um and then in jiu-jitsu and then having um teaching and becoming like a professor hopefully um being able to share and spread you know knowledge in that sport and martial art i would really love to do that and then i'm gonna get it uh after i'm about 45 i'm gonna go back to school okay. i'm gonna get a doctorate in philosophy and I'm going to teach. See, these are like goals, though. Yeah, I mean, it's just the next Same, thing. like when you go to the gym, you have to have the end game always in mind. Yeah. You always have to have the end game on the forefront of your mind when you set goals. And then it's a methodically moving towards it. Yeah. Um, hell yeah. Yeah. So. Well, you just got to come out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, this is what I can say. Why don't they, why don't you, why don't they, why, why don't they call you pit money? Oh, just cause it's, I mean, in that aspect, money isn't really applicable, you know? It's about, yeah, the, it's, it's about being wild. Yeah. It's about free. Uncaging. Uncaging animals. Uncaging animals. It's a transcending experience. That's what I'll say. Okay. 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 So I did jujitsu beginner, literally not even real jujitsu, but I did like the practice. Okay. I'm not saying I'm like I'm a peaceful person. I'm not saying I'm a peaceful person, but like emotionally, that was a completely different experience for me, because versus like, you know, making money or solving a problem or helping a person or, make, or loving or making someone feel good. That was like you have to destroy another like thing, like mentality wise. You know, that was very interesting for me. Even when I was practicing with Geo. The professor was like, "Just put your fucking weight on him. Like you're not gonna hurt him." And yeah. Like, and I was like, and I was like, "See, yeah. but it's just my point. Like, and and yeah, anger would help. But like, I mean, I, I mean, if I was gonna say my fighting style, I'd be like a fucking assassin. <laughs> like literally, like a like a. How do I get into attack mode? Um. 
I don't know, man. It's weird. I, I just. It's just build up. It's just, I, I, I'm you not have, even. You have, a, you have scar tissue. Yeah, I mean, I'm not mad. I'm not even mad though when I'm rolling or anything. I don't have no emotion when I'm. I'm just thinking like chess, like. You're uh, thinking. Oh, that. You just talk about that. Is a hunter is so mental. It's it's like physically it's exerting and it's hard, but. Like you have to think, you have to be thinking as you're rolling of of like what you're gonna do, how you're gonna counter move. Um, one of the things that we do is we chain moves. So we'll do one. So you know how we worked on the, the arm bar? Well, that was like one of the like the basic ones that we'll do. But we'll even go from like arm bar to triangle, then go back to arm bar. If the arm bar doesn't work, then we'll go to umuplata. What's the conditioning we'll, for it? I mean, you just kind of you kind of just. Is yeah, learn by doing. No, yeah. I've rather I mean, it, it's <clears throat> it's more like you just you get conditioned by doing it. Like your your body has to get used to it. Like your muscles have to get used to um, the pressure, rolling, being on your back, like holding yourself up and stuff. Yeah. Like um, when I first started, I I couldn't even like hold my um, my legs all the way up in the air and like my head and everything and not and like be on one part of my body just because I wasn't used to it and it was just. It was just a little hard, but now I'm like. Yeah. What did you feel like when you got those? When you got the first medal? Oh, felt great. Tell me about it. Um, it was a six-man division. A lot of dudes that were, you know, same size as me, if not um, a little bit smaller. Um, this one, I mean, it's always like intimidating going into something new, but I know the level that I perform at, and. I just was very confident in my technique and my jits. And um, the one dude, there was one guy who I was worried about, and um, he was a little bit bigger than me. We were going back and forth. He got on top of me. I swept him, and I and I got to his back. When I got to his back, then um, I was able to roll him onto his back. And then <clears throat> I was working, like, across his body, for an arm triangle, which is like where you have one's arm like this and you kind of cinch it all the way up around with, with like that. And uh, the last part of that is I was laying like across him and you need to be over flat with your stomach on the ground or not really stomach on the ground, but you're, you're, you're on your toes and you're kind of like arching him and pulling his head back in it. And that's what closes that air. Yeah. Um, and I did like a really athletic move where I like flipped over him and just landed perfectly in that spot. And I was able to make him tap. But these guys are also, they were doing it a lot longer than me. Um, and so after I beat him, you know, that's when I was told I got, I won gold. And I was like, hell yeah. And then. But that's not the only gold medal. No. Then next, like two weeks later, we had our in-house tournament. I beat, I beat everybody. I I haven't, I haven't lost a match at all. Gosh. I haven't lost one match. Like actually, like going with the ref and everything. I haven't lost a single match. Like I had a draw, but it was the draw. How, how many have you won? Like twenty. <laughs> Boss. <laughs> yeah, this one dude at our in-house. He was three hundred eighty pounds. The guy was huge. <laughs> he was huge, and he was very strong. I think his name was Mario. He's from Spokane. So if you hear this, 
Shout out to you, bro. Yeah, shout out to you, Martin. Yeah, you're awesome. He was an awesome guy. He was pretty big. Um, but uh, he he the mistake that he made was he he had my me clenched and he had all of his he, that's where he was using all of his strength, was like trying to hold me in close. And you had to be really fluid. Like you had to be loose and fluid. And you, and and so I'm just waiting. Another thing that we practice, we practice a lot of judo. So, and that's like throwing people and taking them down from a standing position. So he's like pushing into me real hard. And it's like using other people's momentum, you know. And he pushed me really hard. I pushed him back. I went to like like fake out, fake him out by like grabbing his leg. And then when he grabbed his leg, he like, he when I, when I tried to grab his leg, he pulled that leg all the way back. But his front leg was still exposed. And that's when I hit the front the front trip on him. So, and that's where he, I, like, and he was pushed into me. He leaned back. All of that pressure was gone. And he was already like this. And that's when I pushed him, front leg trip, and he fell straight over. But I bounced off of him. <laughs> when we hit that's the ground, wild. I was like, boing. <laughs> and he almost got me. But How do you find the balance between winning gold medal jujitsu and being the best father in the world? Fuck. It's hard, man. Yeah. Um, I, bet. I don't know. I just, um, I don't know. This whole the whole father thing is kind of shooting from the hip. Just trying my best to make sure that they have everything that I didn't have, and um, you know, trying to just be a good leader. You know, um, not having the best the best uh, role models and and men. You know in my life to help guide me and show me the way of being a man kind of gave me like a, what is that? Um, Knew what a, you weren't. Gonna yeah. Do. I mean, like it, it was like the, like, you know, what, what, like a script, you know, like gave me yeah. the, the, the methodology, the methodology and, and it gave me the, the diet, not diagram, but the, you know, the script for how to, do it the best way I can do it. And so um, that and trying to juggle jiu-jitsu and business and jobs and everything, it's a lot. But I just I take it one day at a time, you know. Take the medals out again. What, what's your call to action <laughs> to the audience? Maybe one day I'll get one. Put in so last. See, I'm doing an obstacle course run. Oh. Um, if I could give you guys a call of action, I would say start with finding finding mentors. I mean, most of the time people are on social media and shit all day, every day. You know, they're consumed by it. So find something that's positive, like a good audio book or a good mentor. Um, and then just build a, an action plan. Yeah, it's a marathon, not a sprint, in the words of Brian. Yeah, and if you need a therapist, go see a therapist. Facts. Yeah. Professionals. Everyone yeah. should get a therapist. Yeah, yeah, they're great. I mean, it, like... I have one. She's great. Good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I went in therapy for two years, and uh, the, um, everyone knows the whole story about my mental overcoming. So that's a huge victory. I just felt that emotion. So... Um, all right, we're at 30. Nope. Yeah. Thank, Thank you, you Curtis. Guys. Yeah, yeah.